Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and as always, I'm offering you some tips and tricks for your social media, your content marketing, your blogging, your podcasting, whatever it is that you may be sharing on the internet that is content-related, be it writing or audio or video. And today, I kind of wanted to cover a topic that actually is very important to me, obviously, being in this field. And that is some uh, tips and also some tools you can use to manage your social media remotely and that remotely meaning maybe uh, maybe you live a laptop lifestyle you're able to work from just about anywhere or maybe this is something that you do maybe it's a side hobby or a blog or another topic that you do in addition to your regular work or you do do this for business but you're on the road or you need to be untethered from a desk or you're currently you know handcuffed to your desk and you hate it and you would like to get away from it, well, there are plenty of ways for you to disconnect and be able to work with this stuff basically on the road even if you want. Obviously not while you're driving. Hopefully, hopefully don't text and drive. However, uh, one kind of caveat to this, a little buyer beware, once you start to do this stuff from like a phone or an iPad or a laptop or whatever your device may be, you may end up tethered to it too. So know your limits, know your own limits and know when is a good time to kind of unplug and get off the grid. So let's get started with some of the tools and tips. I'm going to break this up into four categories. The first of which is you're actually going to write your content. I'm going to gear this more towards social media, but a lot of these same principles can also be applied to my other five pillars of content marketing. Uh, actually the other four of the five since social media being one of them. So if you're a blogger or you're into podcasting or anything of that nature, even just writing emails, a lot of these same concepts will apply, but I'm going to give this more of a social media focus since you may be posting on social media and engaging there more often than anywhere else. So let's get started with writing, and you've got to write maybe these little blurbs, these tweets that you're sending out, Facebook posts, and things of that nature, and you can do that on a phone, and you don't necessarily always have to do it on a phone. You can start from maybe a, a PC or a Mac, some type of desktop computer or a laptop, and move to a phone or an iPad and still have things up in the cloud, of course, and uh, there's several things that are very, very accessible uh, when it comes to applications for doing this. Now, if you happen to have, you don't even have to actually have a subscription depending on the device for something like a, an Office 365 application. You now have Word online, for example, that you could use. And if Microsoft isn't your cup of tea or you happen to be on one of these uh, strange outlier devices, like they've kind of like made it that you have to be licensed to use it on an iPad now, then you might want to move over to something like uh, Google uh, Docs or in the event of using an iPad, uh, 
um, you have Apple's very own application. It's a word processing program called Pages that should be free of use for just about anyone who has one of these, you know, iDevices or is locked into the Apple ecosystem. Uh, outside of that, there's also a wonderful program. You could use it on up to two devices for their dedicated apps. And also, uh, without any restriction, you could use it through a web browser. And that's Evernote. I've mentioned it here on the program before. And basically, you could collect all your notes and type and make lists and things of that nature in there, too. Now, this may not be the best for formatting, especially if you're blogging, because it may carry in some extra HTML code and things of that nature that you don't want. But as far as for sending out a tweet, I mean, it's going to be in plain text anyways. You can't format that with bold or italics or do anything fancy. So Evernote will work well for there. And of course, if you use any other type of dedicated apps you need to save, let's say, a Word doc into the cloud, you could always use your cloud, your cloud services such as Dropbox, OneDrive, Google Drive, whatever you may be tied to. Of course, uh, being the tech guy that I am, I'm kind of dabbling in all of them. And I I don't always uh, keep all my eggs in one basket. They're kind of spread out all over. But uh, if you're capable of doing that, great. If uh, you're someone that needs to be a little more tightly organized and can lose some things, then try to stick to maybe one of these programs as your kind of cup of tea for writing. And what hopefully happens here too is, is that you're using some of these. I can't speak necessarily uh, for Evernote, uh, but if you, uh, if you use Word or Google Docs or Pages, there's also you know spelling and grammar checks that are part of that as well built into those programs so how help you you know not sound kind of like you know foolish putting out something and accidentally having a typo uh, my fourth or my my second of the fourth categories is saving it for later and of course all of those writing applications or software that I already spoke of and you could save those for later too, but these are some other ways that if you have something real quick and you need to shoot to yourself and maybe find it on a different device as well, uh, outside of like, you know, the cloud services like a Dropbox, you could always do the old fashioned email or text it to yourself. Now, texting it, uh, depending on the array of devices you may be using to try and, you know, make your office work a little more mobile, a little more remote, that might not always work with a text message. Uh, it doesn't always translate well. Unless, again, you're on all Apple devices, of course, iMessage available on all those devices if you have it set up on all said devices. If you're in the Android platform, there is some tie-ins between Android and Windows. But, of course, your email, you could probably get that from anywhere. And email, usually you have some way to review and do the grammar check thing, too. So I kind of put it in here for the save for later. The only problem with it is, is if it gets shoved so far down your inbox that then you can't find it for later. So be careful there. There's two specialized programs that I really like, and it, it allows you to maybe copy and save links in order for you to access later, especially articles for the second one I'll mention. So let's mention the first one, which is Push Bullet, advertising itself as a universal clipboard. It doesn't work automatically as a clipboard might, as when you hit, you know, uh, you know, control or Apple C or, or try to do a copy paste type of routine, you're going to need to actually copy paste it into push bullet and then hit a send button. But then that'll be available anywhere that you need to use it. Uh, they 
have, you know, Chrome uh, extensions, they have uh, smartphone and tablet apps. So it's a, it's a very nice way for you to quickly send yourself, let's say you were looking at an article or a link and it was something that gave you an idea or even something of your own that you need to review. It's a way to basically, it's a shorter way of emailing it to yourself and it shouldn't get lost unless you start push bulleting everything. Um, another one that I really like is Pocket. Pocket, I personally use a lot of times when I have articles during the day that I come across that I would like to read, but I can't read them at that time. And it'll even kind of condense it and trim it down into a plain text version of those articles once you save to Pocket. So this is one that you want to look at because it has all of the same bells and whistles. You could get it on practically any type of device. They have extensions for all of these different web browsers and, of course, their own website. And then you could actually tag some of these articles, too, if you really want to get organized and see exactly what topic you could create it for anything that you want multiple tags and things like that so for example if I was talking about Facebook I could tag an article as being related to Facebook and then come back to it later and even filter out uh, all of them if I saved like 100 articles and I tagged five of them with Facebook I could filter that out and just find those five for when it's time that I need it for any any maybe tips tricks ideas whatever it might be uh, that you need to save that information for later. That brings us to number three, which is image editing, which isn't something I do a lot remotely. Being someone that's been locked into the Adobe Creative Cloud programs for so long, and yes, I know there's open source alternatives. Those are great as well. But when you try and do some of this remotely and you're trying to do it from a phone, it's kind of tough to do. But if you need something down and dirty, I mean, Adobe offers a few things. You'll find some uh, different type of dedicated apps too, or you may even edit. To, let's say you're posting to Instagram. You could do it right within their own app on a smartphone. But let's say you needed to make something. You wanted to put some text on it. You wanted to make like a little, almost like a graphic that's kind of like flyerish, uh, like a little small poster billboard type thing. There's a there's a website called Canva that also offers uh, different smart uh, phone apps, different tablet apps, and you could use it through the web. So you could actually start a project from a computer and pick it up on a phone or vice versa and tweak it as need be. You could add your own pictures to it. And there's various levels of what I'm talking about, all of these different programs. Some are available for free. Some are available for free with limitations or restrictions. Some have trials. And then, of course, the, the paid or subscription model for a lot of this stuff. So I don't necessarily want to turn you on or off, and I'm not making anything by mentioning Canva, for example, but I found it the easiest to use, even though for what I like to do that's more specialized, a little more focused or fancy, it's not really my go-to, but if you need to do something quick, down and dirty, it'll get it done. And especially if you're not in the graphic type of uh, design field, this will help some of you that may be artistically inclined as well, make something that looks a lot better than maybe you would be able to do from scratch. I mean, we all know where we stand with that. I'm not the biggest graphic designer either, so sometimes I come to Canva just to generate some concepts and ideas for myself. 
And number four, so we've already covered writing, we've covered save for later, we've covered image editing, but now you got to post this and put this out into the uh, World Wide Web, right? And you might not want to go and do this from like a Facebook app or Facebook website and then have to log into Twitter and then have to do it with Instagram. And, you know, Google Plus has gone away, but you still have some others like a LinkedIn or a Pinterest. I mentioned some of these uh, applications and tools before in the past, but it's worth a review here on uh, this episode if you want to go back in the archives i've covered some of these more in depth than others but there are different utilities and services out there where you can uh, send out your posts to facebook twitter instagram all at once and you just type in the one box and of course be careful because if you're trying to use the uh, at symbol and mention someone on Twitter, that's not going to translate to the same on Instagram or Facebook unless provided that person has the same handle and or username across all platforms, which is very highly unlikely, even for those of us that are really big into marketing and consistent branding. They just some of the stuff just isn't available. Um, for some there are, and in, uh, in other cases, you know, there are character limits between some of them. So, I mean, I have accounts where you have to abbreviate names or now they make you add the number. So, uh, here's some of the posting software and apps that you may be interested in. Hootsuite's one that I would uh, sworn by for many, many years. It, it can be a little complicated to get started. So just keep that in mind. They do offer a free tier of service. I believe it allows you to post up to three accounts and it depends which accounts you may have to pay for a premium in order to get like Instagram. And I can't remember if they have Pinterest access, but I know they have LinkedIn and in the few others, uh, deliver it, which is actually one of these unique kind of spelled things I was just talking about. D L V R dot I T that's the actual website too. And, uh, deliver it is if you think Hootsuite's a little complicated, deliver it is very complicated, but it has a lot of unique features that the other services don't have such as echoing your content which means finding a, a, a day time and way to repost the same thing maybe in a different way so it fits those individual platforms uh, terms of service so if you try and send the same tweet out twice within an hour you're gonna get your hand slapped by Twitter it probably won't even allow it to go through and you'll see one of these services will actually come up with a warning message and tell you "Uh oh we've encountered a problem which is exactly what buffer will do the buffer app which is now available just it's just straight up buffer buffer.com uh, this is one that kind of integrates well with other types of services. So if you have a WordPress blog and you and you publish a blog, it can automatically go into your buffer feed if you tie in that, that service or the other one I'm going to talk about is Ift. Of course, I did an entire show on Ift, which is I-F-T-T-T, if this, then that, which will also do a lot of the same stuff for you at no charge. It just depends on how robotic and automatic you want things to be. If you want a little bit more control over uh, something you don't want it instantly shared and things of that nature. That's where you kind of veer away from Ift and try and use one of these other services such as Hootsuite, Deliver It, and Buffer. And they can all uh, kind of monitor an RSS feed if you have a blog. So if you're not familiar with your RSS feed, it's basically kind of like the announcement in computer code in XML, actually, in most cases, or Atom or whatever, you know, the format might be. And every WordPress blog actually has this. So your different posting software, these applications such as Hootsuite or Delivered or Buffer can monitor that feed and then put something into a queue based on your schedule, too. It makes it very, very helpful 
and saves you some time and makes it more efficient. Of course, all of them will allow you to instantly post at will too. So you could check all of these out. There are various many others. And then of course, I mean, if you're only using Facebook or Twitter or only those two and you don't want to have to deal with yet another piece of software, I completely understand. I could empathize with you there. Just just use the dedicated Facebook or Twitter apps. And you know what? Sometimes uh, it won't come off as, as robotic either. It'll be a little more natural. Uh, but you're going to find if you're using a smaller screen as opposed to like a dedicated computer, your copy and paste abilities and things of that nature are kind of a little limited. So uh, I hope some of this helps you out when it comes to writing, saving for later, image editing, and posting software. These are all my tools and tips for managing your social media remotely. If you're a road warrior or just need to get away, go down to a coffee shop or work from the beach maybe. Who wants to work on vacation? Let's be real. But I know some of you live in warmer weather climates and that's a-okay. Uh, maybe that's your daily life. I could only aspire to do the same thing until next time my name is joe kuzma you know how to reach me over at my website don't forget to follow on social media and also subscribe i encourage all of our listeners at the end of every episode to be safe be good and i'll catch you later hi folks this is joe kuzma <laughs> no don't worry you're not hearing things twice i'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the discontent podcast and i want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that i do whether it be about this show content marketing or you want to ask a question you may visit me at joekuzma.com that's j-o-e-k-u-z-m-a dot com or you can follow me as well on facebook make sure you get the page and not the personal profile sorry it's only for friends and family also on twitter at joe underscore kuzma linkedin or instagram also don't forget if you haven't already subscribe whether that be on itunes youtube or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have once again thank you again for your support and i look forward as always to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon